This 2023 NASCAR Awards discussion with Seth Woolcock edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb and Boy, did heaven open up the floodgates and give us plenty of racing things to talk about today. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, but down below, we've got a special guest. It's my buddy, your buddy, everybody's buddy, Seth Woolcock. He is the founder of In Between Media, who I happen to uh, pop on, and, and he lets me have fun with them on the back road from time to time. Seth, my friend, welcome to this side of the tracks, my friend. Hey, pleasure to be here, boys. Uh, I feel like racing season just ended, but I'm already waiting for it to come back. So this is kind of a nice treat to break up my November. So I appreciate it being here with you guys. Well, we didn't want you to miss racing that much. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I wish uh, I wish it was just almost here, but we've got a few days. Not, not too bad. I think we're 83, 82 days from the Daytona 500, which means... Yeah, we're in the 60s or late 50s for for the clash, so it's not that far, really. That's yeah. the best thing about racing is the off season is super <laughs> super short. <laughs> I was having a conversation earlier today with Ryan over at iFantasy Race, and he was already saying he was already working on clash content today. Oh, yes. So uh, gears are that's in motion over here. I think all together in the industry, we're ready to go for sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely somebody on my top on my list of people I want to get on this off season because. He does incredible work over there, and I just want to uh, get into his mind more. Hey, listen, yes. and we were so desperate for content, we we put a snowball derby together uh, betting card last yesterday. So, like, <laughs> there's NASCAR in in the giant car see, drivers. In did there? you see the one the one comment we got on the? Uh, I think he used the Facebook, but it comes up on the YouTube or whatever. Some guy goes, I don't think they know very much about this stuff. I was like, <laughs> we literally said that like eight times on the show, dude. Wait. How long did you listen? We were like, we don't know much about this, but it's odds, it's betting. We're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah, here we go. And we're Dash and we're itch. the ones brave enough to do it, right? So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, with Seth on board, uh, obviously we're going to talk a lot about in between media. We're going to talk about his his role in this NASCAR community, but obviously there's a lot of news that dropped, and so 
it's a great way to have sort of an open forum for all three of us and you guys as well out there in the chat to just talk about everything we've learned uh, up to and including what just dropped today. We just had a uh, an actual, what is it, press conference where they released some information, lots to digest, lots of stuff to get down on. But let's start first and foremost with just the simple fact that, one, we know now that if you are not a subscriber to the gazillions of streaming services out there, you're going to have to come out of pocket for a shit ton more uh, if you're going to want to watch some of these these NASCAR races. I know and I've seen, and I'll, I'll, I'll get Seth's uh, opinion first, Cody. we got to let the guest talk first. But <laughs> I have seen already people saying that this is great for coverage, this is great for uh, opening up new markets and everything. I got to tell you, Seth, I'm not rich enough yet to be able to have every single streaming services known to man. I have a lot of them. My wife wants me to cancel most of them, but I keep (laughs) telling her I I need them for sports. But how am I supposed to justify having all of these subscriptions to my wife, Seth? It doesn't seem to work. Yeah, it looks like our unit allocation is getting a little bit smaller to start off the season for sure here. Um, I'm hearing conflicting. This is why we're betting on the Snowball Derby. We're trying to (laughs) afford all these streaming services. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, start building the bankroll now, Cody. Um, Yeah, it's interesting, man. Amazon coming into the fold is going to be something. And then I'm I'm very curious about what's going to happen here now that we're bringing in uh, a, a fourth member as well, not just one. You know, I think we expected Amazon to maybe get in the game, but were we all expecting a, a, a fourth person TNT to come to the to the plate here? I wasn't. Um, it looks like it's going to be a simulcast on TNT and Max, so I'm not sure 100 like what that means. I, I think still linear cable companies will be okay or cable uh, customers that is, but definitely at least going to have to have prime for a couple of them. Yeah, that's what's weird. So here just to, so this won't start till 2025 too, just for the record. Yep. So 24 is still the, the old deal. Everything will be the same. Uh, we already knew Xfinity was going to be all CW nice and easy yep. free cable. I want to pay for nothing. Trucks is going to remain on, on FS one. So that cool. won't change at all. For the Cup Series, it's going to be Fox slash FS1 for the first 14 races. Amazon Prime will then get five, which, again, that's kind of the weird window because you're, you're going to have to have Amazon. I guess you subscribe for two months and cancel if you want to go that route. But uh, TNT will then have the, the next five, like you would mentioned, and then it'll go to NBC slash USA for the final 14 races. So it is a weird layout. I, I think I can see both sides of this. I, I think from... You know, getting it over on Amazon and, you know, maybe Amazon will put together more programming around, you know, doing a, some type of NASCAR show like Netflix yeah. do now. Right. And so maybe that will help. And I, I can see how, you know, if somebody just, you know, Kate, you know, cord cutters or whatever, they just have Amazon scrolling around on. The, I don't know how Amazon works because I don't have it, but, you know, scrolling around and they're like, oh, NASCAR here, we'll watch that. And, and they get hooked. OK, maybe you're getting some extra people there. But for your casual race fan that just wants to tune in and watch tv it's like my goodness and and then because now you've got uh cup practice and qualifying is going to be streamed on amazon prime for the first yeah and then the second half it's going to be streamed on max so now you have to have amazon prime and you have to have max if you want to get all of the the practice and qualifying Uh, i i don't know it seems to me like they're just making it harder for the people who are already here to know where it's going to be and and obviously the like we're going to find it right we're we're going to pay care enough and we're going to look deep enough to get it. But is casual fan 
going to look past, you know, the four channels they're used to looking at to, or, you know, or are they going to pay for Amazon prime for those five weeks? And, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I get that it's streaming's the future. And, and like Rod said, we've got a ton of the streaming platforms, right? And yeah, I'm going to get these cause I'm going to watch the races. Right. So there you go. It worked out for that, that part. And, and a $7.7 billion deal. That's really good for NASCAR. And, and now, you know, they can get that RTA agreement and all that stuff. Uh, hammered out with the charters and everything now that the deal's in place likely and, and hopefully but uh yeah <laughs> i don't know it's just it's getting to be a lot at this point where you've got so many things in so many different places and it's all scattered and just no consistency it it seems like it's hurting more than it, it helps in, in my opinion Whatever happened to predictability? And by the way, Dos Flacos, cheers, boys. Cheers, my friend. I'm yes. ready. Um, I will answer this question, too, before we hit off to break, and that's, is having 20 streaming services better than the old cable system? I mean, I'll do it, but yeesh. And this well, is the yeah, argument the thing. Yeah, we've been I... making for a while. It's like, listen, I know that I still even pay for cable on top of these streaming services yeah. because there's stuff that these streaming <laughs> services don't provide me that cable does. So at what point... Can we take television back again and say... Yeah, and just have a billion channels. Like, why not just triple the cable price and have the Amazon Prime <laughs> channels? And, like, just put it all in one place, like, at this point, and then charge us $500 a month or something. Like, it's adding up to that anyways in 100 different places, so... Keep it's, it yeah, simple, stupid. Kiss, man. Like, right. like I, exactly. I, I think we're just getting a little too complicated with it. So I'm right there with you guys. And yeah, at least I say the, the one advantage to this, I think we're going to see some different coverage teams. I'm excited to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, excited to see how Amazon can kind of handle the production as well. So maybe some added benefits. I know Amazon's always kind of been able to to push the bounds with like the, the prime vision they have for Thursday night football. They give you all the betting lines on the side. They give you the stats. So maybe they imp implement something like that for NASCAR, which would be huge to us betters. Oh yeah. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> Live betting. Can you, oof. Ugh. Silver linings, boys. Silver linings <laughs> right. all the time. Hey, I'm good with that. I, I'm always uh, up for looking at the positive. So definitely something to look forward to. Uh, and tell you what, we'll look forward to Bet Rivers covering more oh, and yes. more and more of these NASCAR. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. I know Seth out there in uh, in the Pennsylvania area loves him some Bet Rivers as well. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers. My Bet Rivers play of the day is still that Tony Pollard line. Get in on that while you can because Tony Pollard is going to have some fun this week. So you can sign up using our link and get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I, I, will. I do love Bet Rivers. I, I really do. do love Bet Rivers, man. They had some great lines. Uh, I think they also own the casino down here in Pittsburgh. So good vibe from Bet Rivers, 100%. Yeah, and, and they have had some great, great NASCAR lines. I'm hoping that they continue to do so. I'm sure they'll continue to. They, they listen to this. They know. They know right. we're ready to go. <laughs> That's why they're here. That's why they're uh, here. So a couple of things on this. Uh, so Fox is going to have the All-Star race, which means the All-Star race will move up. Um, and then, so I'm just, I'm, is the Coke 600 going to end up falling on Amazon prime? Like that's such a big, that's such a big racing weekend. and such a big race. And I think 
again, like I don't, we don't have the 2025 schedule, but yeah, you would assume, but it's not going to leave Memorial Day weekend, right? It, it's where it's always been. I mean, I, you could, I guess you could have said that about Daytona and some other stuff too, but it's, yeah. I don't think that race is moving, but it's, yeah, like is that's going to be interesting. So they're going to move the, the all-star race is going to be moved up because it's, it's previously been, I think the 16th race when she, cause you toss in the clash and everything, you know, they're, they're counted on this, on the counting number of, of races, but it'll be interesting to see which, which races fall there. Cause the Coke 600, that's a, that's a huge event. And, and for that, you know, to be on prime instead of just on, cause I feel like that's a, one of the always like on Fox, like big Fox races. And, and now you're going to kind of, I don't want to say bury it on streaming, but that's what it feels like. <laughs> especially nowadays with F1 on ESPN so much like I yeah. like you know you're just kind of losing a little bit of a market share but like you guys said maybe some people will be scrolling around on there maybe they'll stumble across something cool on some of these streaming services but anything that's messing with that Memorial Day weekend in the midst of that crown jewel weekend uh the triple crown of racing you know it is really hard to to mess with it so i understand the concern there 100% Cody yeah we'll I, see I, I mean, I get the money aspect of it, too. You got to figure that Amazon is pumping money into everything. They want a piece of every pie that they can find. So I understand from a from an aspect of sponsorship and new eyeballs, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I understand. Nothing, No exposure is bad exposure for the sport. And we've been crying about it for a while that the sport needs better exposure. This is it. However, I'm hoping that it doesn't make it too convoluted for, like you said, Cody, new fans to sort of pick up on the sport. Because if you know, like, and I know Seth, you had said uh, ESPN with, with F1, but at least I know that F1's on ESPN. Like, at least yeah. I know. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Every week I can I can set my DVR and say, this is what's going to be, you know, this is where I'm going to be. I don't like sounding like an old guy, Rod. Jeez. Usually I'm like, okay, boomer. But <laughs> I feel like I have the old guy take on this one. And it's like, uh, what are we doing? But. Again, I can see both sides of it. It just money talks. That's yeah, seven point seven dollar dollar bills, yo. These crazy a, kids and their newfangled streaming services. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it, but it's a lot of money. It is. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see how it pans out. I, I, maybe we chase it around uh, twenty twenty five, right? So I still have a year to decide whether or not I, I build it up to to actually buy Prime again. Like I said, I let it lapse this year <laughs> because I didn't want it anymore. Yeah, we got, well, yeah. See, that's we got a. Whole, they gave us a whole year to build our bankroll. So just make sure you put that uh, that little box in the in the spreadsheet there, saving for Amazon Prime <laughs> as you uh, cash some of your tickets this year, and it'll be fine. Thirty three to ones galore this year as we try to chase right. down uh, paying for all the streaming services. So, um, any last takeaways from this? I mean, obviously we'll we'll dive into this more as this starts to get closer. But I mean, right now it's just sort of the gut reaction as far as do we like it? Do we not? Obviously, we have only a couple hours to digest it. So uh, what do you think? Seth? Yes, no, still trying to figure it out. I am the most impartial NASCAR fan to everything. I I, I love to, to just see the reaction taken, kind of what the Boomer fans are saying, um, and then kind of see where my fellow young millennial, uh, old Gen Z fans are also. So I'm kind of just in the middle on this one. I'm excited to see it play out, to be honest with you. And consider you guys selves lucky because – I have Amazon Prime and stuff just shows up to my house every single day. I'm like, what did we order now? So consider yourselves lucky you don't have it right now. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Amazon yeah, trucks still, are still finds by. its way to our house, even though we don't have Prime, so it doesn't matter. I know. We just have I'll to wait a couple more now. days for it. That's all there is to it, right? It's coming eventually. It'll show up. 
Uh, I love it. Um, all right, so Cody, uh, before the, all of this news struck, we were going to talk about the 60 car and the implications that, oh, that might have. I was so excited. You were. RFK revised the the 60 account, whatever, Twitter account, X account, and, you know, announcement coming soon, and it's like, oh, my God, here we go. The Let's 60 go. car is coming back. The Xfinity series, like, this car used to be, like, some of the best drivers in the Cup Series came through the 60 program. It's coming back. Just kidding. It's going to be a Daytona 500 entry, and it's David Reagan of all people, which, hey, we'll see what his odds are because, dude, it's good at super speedways, and if we get a good number on him to finish top five, top ten, we'll absolutely be betting on David Reagan. But ah, just such a letdown. Like, <laughs> what'd you say? Seth? You're a sicko. <laughs> I already wanted to bet on David Reagan to win hey, to place really in the 500. We're Come three on. months away. You're, you're you're getting ready to put in some David. You Reagan might get tickets. a better number on him early because he's not guaranteed in the race. See, Seth, you gotta, hey. gotta look at the positive side, right? That's you're the Amazon the money right there. Earlier. There you go. That's right. That's how you're gonna pay for Amazon Prime is betting on David Reagan. <laughs> uh, but I, this is one of those announcements that you don't tease this. <laughs> You're not like, oh, big announcement. Here it is. We're going to use this old number that we had. Like you build it up and then it's David Reagan, which is fine. He's a good super speedway racer. I want to bet on him, but it's David Reagan. Come on. What? <laughs> don't don't build up an announcement like that. But it is, you know, this is their version of of Project 91, which Trackhouse has of the this. What is it? 67 car that the 2311 has been running and stage 60s, what they're going to be calling it. So they're going to have that third RFK car. It's going to it sounds like it'll enter you know, limited number of events here and there as an, as an open car. So this will add another open car to the 500, which we've already seen been pretty. I mean, makes it harder for Jimmy Johnson to make this race rod. I hate to break. Yeah. Uh, if he enters, assuming he's not officially announced, but uh, yeah, I mean, you get all these extra cars and it's like, again, let's, let's up the 43. Let's allow 43 into mm-hmm. the Daytona 500. Every other race can stay at 40. I'm still going to stand by that. And I'm sure they don't care, but <laughs> You know, to your credit, actually, Cody, looking at David Reagan, he has back-to-back top tens at Daytona. <laughs> He's really right good at Daytona. I'm in the 15 He's Rick got, Ware racing yeah, car. So. In shitty cars. Yes, I'm pretty sure that I've cashed at least one of those bets uh, <laughs> in Daytona. So, And he, uh, he's got, I think he's got two career wins. Both of them come at super speedways. Like, And he was in good equipment. He was in the Roush 6 car for a long time. So, yeah, uh, he's... He's a very, very good super speedway guy. So uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I did cash. I'll have to go back and, and find the receipts. But I think I had one, at least one of those top tens as a bet. 2011. Yeah, he won this race. Or not <laughs> not the 500, but he won at Daytona yeah, in at 2011. Daytona, yeah. So, yeah, good call. Yeah, he's, he's a good super speedway guy. That's the thing about Cody. Like, he'll toss out a name and people will go, what the? And then they'll look back and they'll go, oh. Dude, I, how many times have I said it on here? It's the hardest to bet, but I love betting on super speedways more than anywhere else. Like you got you find the guys that are good at them. It's not always guaranteed because it's super speedway racing, but they find their way to the front more times than they don't. It's very, yep. very true. Uh, all right, we'll continue some conversations. We've got a lot to talk about, but I want to get this uh, to you first. I want to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, Underdog Fantasy. Dot com and when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. 
Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, so for those of you who may not necessarily know who is down there on the bottom and who has been talking to us for the last, what, 20-some-odd minutes... (laughs) Seth is one of my really good friends in this space. I met him a few years back when we were talking fantasy football. Turns out we both had a shared love of NASCAR, and when this uh, podcast dropped, Seth was immediately knocking on my door saying, hey, we should talk NASCAR, and I said, you're absolutely right, we should. So he invited me on his show, uh, which is part of In Between Media, The Back Road. We got to talking about NASCAR. I was only on it a couple of times that first season, and then, of course, over the offseason, we talked, became a more permanent fixture on the show every other couple of weeks. But uh, Seth has been working tirelessly to grow in between media, not just from the NASCAR standpoint, but from fantasy football, from basketball to God, you name it, man. Seth's got his hand in just about everything nowadays. So, Seth, just I, I want you to introduce yourself to, to these listeners because, you know, again, it's kind of hard sometimes for people to cram a lot into a little uh, little time space. But um yeah just just we want to get to know you Seth so first of all what was your idea for in between media and 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 how'd that all come about no I appreciate it man and yeah in between media basically we are a refreshing and feel-good take on fantasy sports and sports betting advice we want to help people win money we want to help them win in DFS uh whether that sport is NASCAR NFL or PGA and in addition to that we also want people to have a great life and and enjoy doing what they're doing man like there's no point in playing these games you know betting on NASCAR you name it if you're not having fun and, and you know there's there's little lessons we can learn from sports betting and fancy sports that we can also apply to life and vice versa so that's what we kind of are over at in between media we talk fancy sports we talk a lot of entertainment and lifestyle as well and uh, uh, we're, we're just a family, man. And I know that's so cliche for a YouTuber to say, but we really are a family over there. IBT media. Uh, we have a lot of great people in our chat, every single live show that we're very thankful to. And uh, people like you, Rod, on our staff who just, you know, we are real people, man. We have real struggles, uh, but we also like to have a lot of fun at the end of the day and uh, talk a little sports, you know, one way or another. And and ultimately, that is what drew me to you and the IBT family is is the the aspect of fun because Cody knows this is not just a a business. This is not just something that I'm I'm yeah. trying to to be such a a tight knit person that I have to be taken seriously all the time. I don't. I I, I want everyone to have a good time too because if we're not having fun, what the hell are we doing? I mean, honestly, yeah. this is this is supposed to be an enjoyment, something that you enjoy. And I know that so many people in this space, in this industry, they're, they're just approaching it from, a, I have to be the authoritative voice and I have to be beyond reproach and I have to be the person that everybody goes, yes, that guy knows exactly. If people tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, fine. But are we having fun? 
That's ultimately what I'm These guys sound like they don't know anything about the snowball. (laughs) But are we having fun? Brian is having fun. Brian, happy TV deal day, my friend. My dude. This is what I'm saying. This is the kind of this is this is the environment that I want. I don't want us to be, you know, having to have people fend off saying, well, this these guys are just horrible with horrible takes. And that's not what we're after. Are you having fun? Dude, that is like that is the thing about this. Like we have day jobs, Rod, and and we deal with shit on a daily basis, and and like and this is where we get to come and get away from all the problems of the world and and everything else that's going on, and with family and with work and with all like we get to have fun betting on sports and playing fantasy sports, and like that's what this is about: kick back, relax, have fun. Like, I, if you're not have, <laughs> we talked about something we don't like. We hardly know anything about the snowball derby, but. We got on, had fun, bullshitted about it. You know, we looked, we did a little research and, you know, found some things out about it. And we know some of the drivers in there and, and stuff like that, but didn't have to be some serious, like, okay, you've got to do like, oh, these are the guys we would bet on. And this is mm-hmm. why. And, and, you know, here's who this guy is. And talked about some guys that you've never heard us talk about before. You've never even heard their names. Like, sit, sit back and have fun. And yeah, that's what I love about everything you guys are doing over there at, at In Between Media. Cause, that's it. This that's what this is about. And if it's not fun, what are you doing here? Like it's it should be so much fun. I mean, dude, every single day in this industry is a blessing in my eyes, and uh, to be able to share that with great people like you guys is is really just fantastic. So I'm 100 percent with you, man. And NASCAR might be one of the most fun sports to talk about. Um, when we got into this in in between media, we are mainly fantasy football off the start. Uh, one of my college friends, Elliot Hicks, who's our podcast host over at the, the back road, he kind of nudged me to get into fantasy NASCAR a little more. And the more I've gotten into this sport covering it, uh, the more I, I've found it enjoyable, man. It is so much different than any other sport. The markets are just ever changing. And, and I think we're really in a transition period where, we are really the trailblazers of NASCAR betting. You guys specifically with uh, one of the first, what I would call weekly daily shows, you know, you guys are putting in the hours day after day and from Monday to Friday. Hey, I know if I need some NASCAR advice, I can check in on Rod and Cody and two or three years ago that wasn't around. So that's great to have, man, when I'm getting that itch and uh, I'm glad even to have some shows like this in the off season. Yeah, and that's the one thing that we always did say that we wanted from the get-go. We didn't want to go quiet. We didn't want to go, you know, yeah. silent over the, the course of the offseason. And and even if you keep the feet open with one or two shows uh, every every couple of weeks, then you're good. But obviously, Cody and I are a little overachievers, and we need to, <laughs> we need to, we need to see each other's face more than just once a week. Hey, we're here to have fun, Rod. We need to have more fun. See? <laughs> we got the same motto over here. Have fun. <laughs> exactly. And and honestly, though, the thing about it, too, is is when you talk about the the space in general, and I mean, Brian's in this as well. Brian, a huge part of the community as well, 100%. right? And Derek and, and Phil, who's the OG. Without Phil, I don't know that any of us are here uh, talking NASCAR either. So, you know, there's a lot of, of, of people in this space having fun together. And again, not to beat a dead horse, or I'm sorry, not to feed a fed horse. Uh, <laughs> this is this is an industry of fun. And uh, Brian says, outside of this part of the CFB season or CBP, NASCAR over everything else, <laughs> never thought he'd... Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's true. You, you kind of latch on to any sort of news you can. And 
when a new when a new show pops up on your feed, right? If you're subscribed, uh, most people's unwrapped are, are starting to come out. So yep. Cody's posted yeah. on our yeah, on Cheryl's ours. Yeah, bosses bosses said we could uh, give away some some swag. So share your share your Spotify Wrapped with us. Let us know where we're at. How many? I did the math, Rod. It was two. What did I say? Two hundred and I'll, I'll have to look real quick. It was two hundred thirteen episodes so far. This is two hundred fourteenth episode this year Ooh. of just the NASCAR show because that doesn't count. F1. F1 and we've been Put on in a that good other work. things and yeah, yeah. We've, we've been busy but uh yeah so share your share your spotify wrap with us wait wait how many days in the year are there uh you know a <laughs> couple more than two two thirteen <laughs> oh my god i i you know when you put it that way i'm like geez really there's there yeah well, haven't been that many a couple days weeks in where year. we squeezed in six shows and <laughs> we really got we really got after it yeah we hit we hit the bosses up pretty hard we were like listen uh there's this uh race that we need to cover can we can we get this into they're like yep absolutely so god bless them too and we've we've already thanked sean and ryan enough uh, over the course of the entire year but as we as we reflect on the off season i mean these guys to continue to give us the keys to be able to do this i i don't even know who else in the world does that uh dos flacos is welcome to the side brian got to get tractor and then we can really get hooked oh i he knows he's he's definitely yeah. been there and done that but uh yeah speaking of track side seth i know all three of us have actually been to a race this season that was a lot of fun so what was your experience like at your race? Because you guys went to Pocono, right? Yeah. 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 So b- before I talk uh, about Pocono specifically, I kind of want to tell a little funny story that relates to a news item right now. Um, did you guys see the the news with Andy Petrie today? No. He got, did he get a moved up in RCR? Is that what happened? Yeah, he's now the executive yeah. vice president over there. So Ooh. shout out Andy Petrie. Uh, yeah, but Ellie and I are, are leaving the track Saturday night. It's a late one. They, they fit in Arca and then truck and then Xfinity all in one day and cup qualifying. So we are at the track literally 15, 16 hours. We're trying to get out of this massive pileup at the end. And the, uh, the flag people are waving us to the right. They're saying, hey, you have to go right. And then, but we, we thought we had to go left because we're like, the highway's that way. We got to go left. So like, we're kind of just behind this car. A dude just gets out and just starts cussing out these security guards, waving us right. Ellie looks, he said, that's fucking Andy Petrie. (laughs) (laughs) Andy Petrie cusses this guy out. Andy Petrie leads us down. He he charges out. We go left. We're going. And then all of a sudden we stall out because we're in a major traffic jam going left. So. Andy Petrie, we love you. Thanks for getting us out of there, but you led us astray, man. You led us astray. That we didn't get hilarious. home for like two more hours that night. So, oh, damn. yeah. Um, so, shout out Andy Petrie. But, Rod, in general, um, covering a NASCAR race was probably one of the highlights of my life. The access is unreal, and everyone there has a smile on their face. I think they're so excited to see not just great talent, but all – all the money that's going into the sport, it's all on front and center for display. And I think you get to see that and see the cars up close and the pit crews. And like I said, the access is just unreal. So thankful for NASCAR, thankful for Pocono Speedway, um, one of the, the few independent tracks left on this circuit. So uh, very happy. And you know, I highly suggest whether you are someone in this industry looking at covering a race or potentially just going to a race, like it changes your whole outlook on the sport. So Go take your kids, take your wife, take your brothers, take your friends, take your mom, take your grandma, take Aunt Betsy. I don't care. Take someone and, and go to a race and have a blast. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. That it's it is unlike anything else. I mean, I I grew up at the track and always going to races and like it's the amount of people you talk to like when they get to go to their first race, even if they don't know anything about it. I we've in the beer industry for a long time there was beer cars there's not as many anymore but yeah and we would you know groups of us would go to the race you know with this as the sponsor and they're like oh my god i see why you love this so much i'm like we try to tell you guys this is freaking awesome well and it's so affordable well yeah, that, yeah. that's 100 percent true and brian even uh, throwing in that you're exactly right seth nascar is elite at the access you're granted with and without your credentials and honestly listen yeah. at sonoma it's incredible how much you can, how close you can get, and how just how much access you can get. Because these drivers, they'll the grandstands. You know, you, you buy tickets to the grandstands, and the drivers will walk alongside the fence, and they'll make sure. This is what I, I mean, I know, and I've been to several professional sporting events in my life, but I have never seen athletes, uh, football players, or any other baseball to actually make their way to. The fan, yeah. the drivers yep. will will walk a lot. They will take their their way from the garage straight to the fence so they can high five and sign signatures. They're not trying to avoid them. They're not trying to walk to to the field or whatever. They're literally trying to engage with the fans before the race, and that is something that I was blown away with the first time I ever saw a race. Yeah, go try to get that close to Patrick Mahomes at a Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> yeah, game. Right. Like, not get tackled. Yeah. You get closer yeah, exactly. to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But he's got a little security <laughs> unit over there too. But 100% with you guys. And like, what professional sports uh, event can you go to and get a $5 beer, let alone a Bush Light? So, like, NASCAR's doing you it can right. Bring man. your own beer. And I mean, you can bring your own beer. Yeah. Kansas yeah. Speedway, where I go most of the time, I mean, they let you bring your own cooler in. It's got to be yeah. a certain size or whatever. But yeah, bring your own beer, whatever you want to in there. Like, you're not, you're not doing that at a football game either. No. And at ovals, no bad seat. <laughs> it's literally the same True. seat everywhere around, right? Road course, yeah, maybe maybe you're starting to get into the spot where you got to find where you're yeah. going to be. But you know, overall, it, it is a, a absolute 100% great uh, experience to have while you're there. And if you are, you know, if you're considering going to a race next season, 100% do it. I think there's a Vegas race calling our names, guys. All of us. I'm not. I'm not lying. We need to have that. One big get together. That would be. Uh, I have to look up those dates. Oh, we break <laughs> the books. Oh my god. You guys are all formally invited to help break the. Let, you know what? Screw that. I'm doing it. We're we're gonna we're gonna build this break the books tour for the NASCAR betting community for for Vegas. We're gonna there camp go. out, like break the books. <laughs> And, uh, and have them all kick us out because we're making too much money <laughs> off of them. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, listen. Oh, Brian says, let me know when you go to Vegas. Oh, yep. You know we'll yeah, be there. Brian's, I think Brian lives. He lives in Vegas, right? Or he's Yeah, he's around, around that area. I, think yeah. you I know he's always. He was there for the F1 race. Super jealous of that. that oh, yeah, it looks sweet as hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. pissed that I didn't go. I, I'm literally an Allegiant flight away from that, and I, I still couldn't manage to go. Yeah, see, you right. got, uh, you're right there. You got, of all of us, Rod. I know. I'm only nine hours away. I could drive. I could literally drive over the night and just be there in the next day, but whatever. Um, all right, so I thought we'd have a little fun, uh, and Brian's there every other couple of weekends. Yep, well, I mean, <laughs> nice. listen. Nice. There you go. I, I was there every year from 8 to 18, so I still love <laughs> me some Vegas, but... Um, all right, I thought we'd have a little fun. Uh, obviously, we know that the uh, the the awards is going to be what 
Thursday, now tomorrow night as we talk. So I thought we'd have a little bit of fun kind of talking about who is going to be uh, in, in line for this and then maybe handicap a little. I know that we're talking mm-hmm. about giving away yeah. merch to uh, to some folks, but I feel like maybe we could uh, we could get something if we if we set these odds right enough, right? If somebody if somebody gets the right bet, we may be able to hook somebody up. I'm still thinking about it. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll have something fleshed out. But um, I thought we'd have a little fun handicapping who who's going to be the most popular driver of the the year. Obviously, there's way more awards, but the most prestigious is. Who's the most popular? And we also have the top five vote getters for each category from Cup, Xfinity, and Truck. So I figured it'd be fun to throw a little bit of uh, odds on on who's going to win this one. So, um, Cody, what do you think? Sound good? I know Seth's, Seth's on board. Let's do it. I'm good for whatever. I did want to share uh, NASCAR man uh, RR over on X. He like NASCAR historian. He's a great follow. He shared this old news uh News clipping from a few days ago that was from years ago, obviously. Uh, it said, compact model for Elliott. Bill Elliott was not present to accept his record 10th NASCAR Most Popular Driver Award. He was home in Georgia, maybe changing diaper- diapers. Elliott's wife, C- Cindy, gave birth to seven-pound, three-ounce baby boy on Tuesday in Gainesville Northeast Medical Center. The baby has been named William Clyde Elliott Jr. and appropriately nicknamed Chase. <laughs> oh. Do we have so, uh, to give another whatever, baby bump out? Whatever, whatever <laughs> happened to uh, to that guy Chase? Huh? <laughs> eh, who knows at this point? Who knows? Uh, all right. Uh, yes. Now it's the Bill Elliott Most Popular Award. Most it is Popular the, Driver Award right? <laughs> that goes to his son every single yeah, year. Every single year. So that's my pick. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here I want to do this. So I'm going to throw out the five most voted names. All right, and then we're going to go see and and we'll we'll handicap this as as yep. actual handicappers. So. Uh, for the cup side, there's Ryan Blaney, there's Kyle Busch, there's Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, duh, and that Kyle Larson. Bump for Kyle Busch, man. Well, this is what I'm talking that's, about. Jeez, he's that's just dude turn villain to hero. Like they need to make a Marvel movie about Kyle. Busch. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the fastest turn from absolute villain that everyone hates to in the top five of most popular driver. Crazy. WWE writers are salivating at this, this one. They are. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then, Seth, I, I will kick it to you since you are our guest. Of those five, who would you put as the the long shot? Who would you put as the the huge underdog in that category? Can you give me one more read of I, yeah, them? Yeah, absolutely. Lars, yeah. Larson, Blaney, Elliott. Uh, Larson, Blaney, Elliott, Bush, Chastain. I would say Kyle Bush is probably the long shot on that. I, I I know that the pendulum has swung, but I don't know how far. And if it's not him, a lot of people hate Ross. And I know there are a lot of Ross fans out there as well. People, And I think a lot of newer fans like Ross because he's not afraid to run his mouth. He's not afraid to be aggressive out there on the track. He's, he's, he's become my favorite driver. But I, I still think I'm in the minority in that one. So I would say those two have to be the lowest in the odds here. Cody? Yeah, full agreement. I, I mean... Surprise Kyle's even in the top five to be, I mean, just for, for what his image is, but, and with Ross, same thing, like you said, a lot of people hate him and you know, it is almost, you know, you don't want to compare anybody to like a Dale senior, but he's got that, that mentality, right. And that type of fan seems to be gravitating towards him of he doesn't give a fuck and he'll wreck you. And you got the hail melon thing and people love that. And he's got the fun celebration of smashing the watermelon and stuff. So I, he, He's get probably the most surprising of me in the group just because I feel like he doesn't seem like he's one of the most popular guys. But 
Uh, he's in there, obviously. So, yeah, I would say those two. I, I would probably put Ross at the bottom, so maybe he would be my longest shot with Kyle above him. But I'm in agreement that these are the two longer shots for sure. I don't know. So I would set I would set Bush at 25 to 1. I would set Chastain at 20 to 1. Because, and, and honestly, with Bush being on there, are they really just voting based on name? That, that's what I'm wondering. Are they really just looking at the names and going, oh, okay, I recognize that name. I recognize this name. Like, I, there was no campaigns. <laughs> there, was, there was no <laughs> actual television campaigns to sway you one way well, or the I next, think that's so. why, I don't know that people are just voting to vote. I, I think the people who are actually taking the time to vote probably have a guy they want to vote for, I would think. Yeah. Well, uh, so are there names that you are surprised that are not in the running, at least for a, a most popular driver, Seth? Kevin Harvick. Where is his name? I, I honestly thought he was going to be the one to win this award here in 2023. I was dead wrong on that. So I think he's the first name that kind of comes to my mind that should be on this list. But do you think, I mean, it, being on the list and getting getting the award is one thing. <laughs> Dosen says, till Ross gets neutered after week 6A, that happened this year. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, Kevin Harvick probably is the biggest name just because it's his last season. And yeah. you know, maybe some people vote for him, like, oh, we love him. And and it seemed like everyone kind of rallied around him. I mean, he's been in the sports since Dale Earnhardt and everything. Uh so yeah, that's probably a good choice. I, I don't know if there's anyone else. Uh, the like some of the luster of this award just kind of doesn't really I mean it's it's the Chase Elliott Award, right? And before that, it was the Dale Jr. Award. And before that, it was the Bill Elliott Award. And nobody else wins it. And nobody else really has a shot at it. And, I mean, if Chase Elliott doesn't win this, that's like Max Verstappen not winning an F1 race at this point. Like, he's – he's I, we haven't got that far, but he's, what, minus 4,000 to win this? I mean, <laughs> it's it's got to be pretty low because – it's just that's just how it goes. <laughs> well, I would I would go ahead and set uh, I I would say Kyle Larson is next, right? So I'd probably put him at mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I'm putting. Oh, have you ever been to a dirt race, Rod? Uh, I know people. Every love him. single shirt in a dirt race stand is Kyle Larson. Yeah, but that's that not dude, NASCAR. God, I yeah, but it translates so much. I, I'm not surprised to see Kyle. he probably is next, just because I think Blaney and Elliott are the clear favorites, but. I'm not at all surprised to see Kyle Larson in this. There, there is a lot of Kyle Larson fans, and they're more of a silent majority. I think they're not as, as you know, yeah, crazy or whatever. But like, yeah, dude, we, you know, went to Knoxville a couple seasons ago for the truck race. Every single person in there, and you just you go to the local tracks and High Limits were in town, and just everybody is in Kyle Larson stuff. Like, he's got that dirt world, and that's a lot of people love the dirt racing and and watch NASCAR just because of guys like him and. And Christopher Bell and some of these other dirt guys, but yeah, Kyle Larson, his fan base is is massive. Well, and I would say the just recency bias in and of itself. I know you know obviously Larson, like I said, but Blaney winning the championship, Elliott being the the reigning guy that's always. And so my only thing is this, right? I mean, and and when you talk about like most valuable, Blaney has to win on what he did this year. I mean, he was not he was not expected to be. The guy, and I'm, I'm getting all crazy because my mic's getting crazy, but um, he was not expected to be anything, and he turns out to be the champion. Whereas, you know, Elliot, you get hurt. You argue whether or not that would affect him a lot as far as could he have done it, but... That, that seemingly affected the TV numbers before we're watching because he wasn't around. That's I, true. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, it, there's just... Uh, yeah, for Blaney, I mean, he's he's got that, you know, the, all the moms like him, that, that type of, of crowd, right? They... They're really into him, and he's kind of the 
the soft spoken, good looking dude. He's got the the flowing locks. He's, he's a beautiful. sex symbol. Just say he, 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 he has he become really is. you get you get it on any post that has Ryan Blaney. There's some thirsty he's not people. Corey LaJoy. <laughs> There's right? some Corey LaJoy, still more beautiful. But Ryan Blaney's a beautiful man as well. It's just it's, there are it some thirsty people in, in his DMs and comments all the time. That's all I'll I say. All I'm saying is I told you my daughter, she's got the lock screen of me and Ryan Blaney. That's, That's right. her favorite yep. driver. So there I'm not go. I'm not gonna argue with that at all. So uh all right. So then okay, out of those two then, out of Elliot and Blaney, is Elliot the clear favorite? Is Elliot the guy that we're putting at minus four hundred? Yeah, it's more to I'd bet it a minus four hundred. It's I yeah, it's seriously like there's zero ch- I it would be the most shocking upset I've ever seen in NASCAR if if he didn't win. I mean, it's just uh, that award is and he he's got the fans and for whatever reason they are the fans. I it's funny because he's not like super polarizing and he's not outspoken and he just shows up and I mean, I'm a fa- he's my favorite driver because I grew up as a Bill Elliott fan, and so it just transitioned into it as he came came around. But yeah, it's man, he's he's got the fans, and and he's got this award on lockdown. And like his dad and and Dale Jr. before him, I don't see anybody beating him while he's an active driver. I, I'd be shocked. But if there is a year, it's this year. You know, he, he see, gets if there's a year, he, it's injured. last year. It's when Ross Chastain does the hill melon, and everybody's getting behind him. That's I, the year. I guess, but there's a lot of warts right now on 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 Chase Elliott for this yeah. season. If we're doing a little recency bias, doesn't win a race, really wasn't that close to winning a race outside of maybe Chicago. And so yeah, I don't know. I I you know, I, I think there's yeah. a little more pause that, that I have at least than you, Cody. And <laughs> let's be honest, like if we're just being totally honest, like Chase Elliott should not be the face of NASCAR like he is. He is a terrible <laughs> interview. Every show he goes on that's not not a, a true NASCAR show, he's terrible on it. No personality. Like I'm sorry, but it. it I'm again I'm, I'm, Chase Elliott fan. I love the dude, but you're absolutely correct. He's very dry. He's very boring. Really. I mean, I, like I said, I don't know why he's got all the fans, but it's Bill the, Elliott. Yeah, yeah oh, it is. I think it's the Bill Elliott. I really, it is. I think it's the Bill Elliott thing, and that's how he got me. I've been. I've watched him since he was. <laughs> Yeah, you know, fourteen years old, and you know he signs with Hendrick at like fifteen or sixteen, and been watching him come through the ranks, and I just automatically was a fan because I, I grew up as a Bill Elliott fan and always was. So, I, yeah, I I just don't see the the Elliott army is is a very strong army, and I minus three hundred. That's what I would I'd cap it off. Oh, minus three hundred oh, for Elliott. I've got Amazon Prime for a lifetime. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting on this. <laughs> Putting all the mortgage, your mortgage, everybody's mortgage on that yes, one. So. Everything. Uh, all right. Well, fine. I guess I'll relent. I would. I. But the thing is, is that Blaney and and again, I guess you can say Logano didn't what, win it. What odds did Blaney get? What's what's Blaney getting for odds? Uh, I'd give him probably four to one. I suppose. It's an okay, underdog. I mean, those are really the only two that probably have a shot. So. That's what I'm saying. You like, load I don't up wanna, on Elliott. You, you make a safety bet on Blaney. I don't want to get burned by Blaney, so that's why I don't want to put him at like you know ten to one or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a book, I'm hedging. I'll, I'll give a little bit. Uh, so, all right, fine. Then 
well, 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 the line just moved. I, I placed my bet. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's like minus a thousand now. It's crazy. We're gonna do the we're gonna do the uh, the whose line is it anyways thing where the points don't matter and everything's made yeah. up, so it doesn't doesn't really matter at this point. So, um, all right, let's talk Xfinity real quick. Where the five top vote getters for this award is Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Sheldon Creed, Cole Custer, and and Cody, John Hunter, Josh Williams. What John Hunter did? Josh Williams. Jo- oh, Josh Williams is winning this. How does he not win it? Dude parks his car He's in the middle it. of a freaking track. It, dude, that got him a ride at a Rebel team. I, <laughs> yeah, he's it's yeah. Josh Williams, just give him the award right now. You think so? I it's it's such an upset, but who? I mean, of those other guys, like so, it was all guy or Barry Creed and Custer. Williams Creed and Custer. I mean. Custer won the championship, sure, but does he like have a big fan base? I, I don't think so. Did you know anybody that was a Custer fan when he was in the Cup Series? <laughs> My uncle actually was, but it was okay. just because he liked Seth's his name. uncle and Cole's parents. <laughs> <laughs> so that's three people. <laughs> I'm surprised he made the final five, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, Allgaier is probably the other guy that, you know, yep. just because he's it, well, the Dale Jr. Army, though, you got with Barry, and that's that's always a thing, too, because people just love Josh Barry, and I, I don't fully understand it, but uh, this one is definitely much more wide open than uh, than both the truck and the Cup Series. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because the truck series, I think, is locked up as well. <laughs> you think the truck series? Well, for you, the the truck series. Is wow, up. I know who the. I mean, she uh, wins it every. She always wins it. So she's wait. Chastain win. won Driver of the Year last year. In oh, Driver of the Year. Yeah, I was talking about Truck Series. Most no, times. no, I know. I'm talking. I'm just talking about in in general. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. So you you say it's going to be Williams. Do you have a different opinion, Seth? No, I think Williams is kind of the best bet at this point. At least he's the favorite. I think I think it is kind of wide open in this one. Uh, I mean, just talk about a gutsy move and and for it to get him the ride like it it, it has. You know, shout out Josh Williams. I mean, that is just like a total like f the man moment and defining his career. So good for him. As far as the, the the rest of them on that list, I don't really think there there is anyone with a huge fan base right now in Xfinity. Josh Berry's going to get the Dale Jr. vote, but I almost think that could be split between him and Allgaier there, uh, but both you know JGR drivers there. So yeah, yeah, just like it did during the the course of the regular season, I think the Allgaier and Berry things kind of counteract each other, and then you're fighting between Creed, Custer, and Williams. You know I love me some favorite Canadian that's not Canadian. But now, question. But. On the voting ballot, did they have Sheldon Creed's post-race face? Because <laughs> that could sway the vote. How do you not vote for that guy when you see his, his puppy dog sad face with his big glasses and he just looks so defeated every single time he gets out of the race car? That was oh, the name I couldn't believe was on this list, but Creed. maybe it's just because he's a meme now and people like to... Uh, yeah, yeah, people you know. know. I Yeah, I... I think just the fact that Williams even made it to this round, enough people got behind him to get him there. He's definitely winning it. But yeah, I, I, Cole created, I mean, again, Custer, uh, three fans, his parents, Seth's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that was all it took for him to get into the top five. So that's great. Creed is Creed is full on puss in boots in Shrek when he has his hat down. And <laughs> yeah, he looks got, up at the, the big eyes. And that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm now about to call uh, Sheldon Creed puss in boots for the rest of his life. So. Sorry, Sheldon. I love you. You know I do. Go back and listen to the tape. I love you today. Oh, yeah. We love Ben. This is coming from a big fan. Uh, Just saying. 
Uh, all right. So for me, yeah, I think I'll back you guys on Josh Williams. I'll take him as the favorite. Is it minus money? Is it no, minus money? No, though, I don't think it's minus money. I still no, think, I think everybody's probably plus. Yeah, yeah okay. I would say I would say Williams. I would probably put him at plus two fifty. I'll I'll put Algaier at plus three fifty. Barry probably the same at three fifty since we're kind of calling them the same. Yeah, I'll put Sheldon at fifteen to one, and I'll put Cole Custer seven hundred to one. <laughs> That's crazy. Long <laughs> come through for me, baby. Come oh through. Oh my god, plus seven. There's too many zeros in that. I don't know how to. I don't know how to count that high. Somebody's gonna take you up on that, and they're gonna win. And that's yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna, not giving out. I'm not giving action on that. It's coming out of your paycheck as well. We're gonna find a way to avoid that bet if it happens. Uh, all right. So yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll relent and I'll put Williams in the front, but not by much. I, I'll give him. I'll give him some some leeway. But I still think Allgaier and Barry are, are close in there if they don't cancel each other out. Uh, all right. Let's move to the truck series where we have. Uh, I'll start from from where it says we got Haley Deegan. Oh, I was shocked! I'm so <laughs> I know, right? We've got Matt De Benedetto. We've got Stuart Friesen. Does he count? He didn't even run the full season. I swear <laughs> to God, I don't know why that name is on there. Uh, Stuart Friesen, Carson Hosevar, Ben Rhodes, and and Matt. If you're listening and you're like, I don't know why Rod Villagomez's name is anywhere. You're right, buddy. I'm surprised as you are. So, listen. Let's let's I, not mince words. People love people fucking love that dude, and I yeah, he's got. It doesn't ever lead to sponsorship. He couldn't bring you a sponsor to save his life. Yeah, well, people fucking love that guy. I, he's always in, near the tops in this award, and I, yeah, whatever. But all right, who are we putting in the in the bottom there, Seth? <sighs> did, did you finish reading off the list? Did you get through? All I five? did. I did. Haley Deegan, Matt Benedetto, Stuart Friesen, Carson Hosevar, and Ben Rhodes. I mean, what do you what do you, what do you do, Ben Rhodes? After yeah, what? He, yeah, he after what happened, man. Ben Rhodes, go to hell. Hosevar, like he's not far from behind, you know, far in front of him, man. Hosevar's votes might have went down after that Phoenix race. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that was just that was embarrassing. That was honestly very embarrassing. Um, I had that on with my girlfriend, and like I was kind of like didn't even want her to watch it, honestly, because I was like, that is not- <laughs> this is not what NASCAR is. Cover babe. your eyes, Don't babe. Watch. Cover your eyes. <laughs> so yeah, I I would say those two are the the first sure long shot. Does Friesen get like a sympathy vote here? He's a dirt dirt guy. It's the dirt fans. He I mean, gets, he is my he favorite Canadian. That's actually a Canadian. All of Canada probably voted for him too. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, last JDK, I'm sure he did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he put his official yeah, can- Canadian vote. His for has got to be a dirt bump because I I mean, he had a horrible season mm. and it, he's a good driver, but. And he's been around. So people know his name. Maybe they've clung on to him. But I, my guess would be that's a dirt, dirt thing. I guess yeah. I didn't ask though who who you guys felt like got left off of Xfinity first, real quick before we go back to trucks. Who who do you feel like got Ooh. left out of Xfinity that should have been there? I mean, is there any? Anybody? I, I was kind of a little surprised, like John Hunter or Austin Hill, really either one. Like those were the two guys that were the class of the field for the most part this season. And and I get why people don't like. People don't like Toyota drivers. If you've noticed, there's not been any Toyota drivers on yep. any of these That's lists, true. even They're the truck not. series. People just hate Toyota drivers, and Kyle Busch was a prime example. Um, but uh, John Hunter, I loved it. He made me a lot of money, which you know makes me a little biased, but a little bit surprised. But Austin Hill, like he's your country strong, you know, Southern guy. Like he's the ideal guy. I'm really he's the one that probably shocks me the most. Yeah, I'm 100 percent with you there. And Sean I, I, Creed made it over Austin Hill. 
Cole Custer? What the? I Chandler. Why? No Chandler Seth's, either. I'm surprised. Seth's no. uncle swayed the vote from two from Austin Hill's two parents. <laughs> oh, to, I'm sorry. To Custer's two parents plus. Did did uh, I say Cole Custer? I, I meant to say Daniel Hemrick. That was. Oh, <laughs> why would you even say that name on the show? Uh, uh, my bad. Geez. My bad. Um, all right. So so we're talking Ben Rhodes, Carson Hosevar. I, I still I I really think that Haley Deegan is not really. Listen. Oh, she's running away with this award, dude. She's won it what two or three seasons in a row. Right? Yeah, and and I get it. I, we 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 love to a, celebrate it, yeah. but it still doesn't the, make any sense. The Xfinity most popular driver is next year, Haley Deegan. Probably. Just, go ahead, Frankie. And, and great, Frankie. Yeah. Oh yes, oh, let's go. Okay, I'll take Frankie. I'll, I'll put in that future right now for Frankie. <laughs> Frankie might be able to give her a run, but she's winning the Truck Series award, and uh, whoever the other guy, Matt Benedetto, will be second because he has a big following that's going to watch him on the couch next year <laughs> it just it, to me anymore when you start talking about most valuable when you start talking about most popular it's it's i mean I, it just doesn't translate At sometimes to what is, happens this on the track. name is appropriately the award is appropriately named it is po- it's a popularity contest literal yeah. popularity contest yeah. it doesn't matter how good you are i.e matt de benedetto and, and you just uh, yeah it's just who's more popular and hey give at least they're just you know out in the open with hey it's a popularity contest for this award all right so i'll put her at minus 200 we'll we'll give her a minus 200 well i'm just uh you know we don't this is like an f1 version we're just going all in on the favorites it's uh (laughs) deegan and and elliot load up minus 200 minus 400 if you if you bet enough it'll be a parlay them baby that's right. There you go. I can't do that much math right off the oh. jump. No, no, no parlay. Beautiful. God. Straight tickets, you, kids. Dad. Straight tickets. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was fun. I think we had a, a good good way to blow this off and, and have a, a little bit of fun to listen to, to folks. Uh, now we're another day closer to the NASCAR season being back. Thank you, Seth. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's an absolute just... pleasure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we uh, before we start to wrap things up here? I I, I know we gave Seth. Who's your before, uh, but... who's your who's your twenty twenty four champion? Seth? Yeah, Seth. The one Cup Series. Oh man. Oh man. Feet to the put fire. Him on the spot. Feet to doesn't the fire. Doesn't have to be bet. Doesn't have to be betting odds or nothing. It wasn't on the show sheet. Nope. This was off off the cuff. I think Kyle Larson comes back with a vengeance next year. I think he's ready to go. I know that's the super chalky Science. answer, but yeah, it's chalky for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me Kyle Larson. I, I don't see, I don't see how anything gets in his way. I think there's a lot of question marks with a lot of other teams next year. What does kind of happen in the Hendrix camps? Speedway races in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I guess that's true. That's, that's, that's going to be uh, his biggest hurdle. <laughs> No, if they're super speedway, damn, I might have to go back to back with Blaney now. <laughs> I don't know. That's 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 tricky. Oh, well. Yeah. So wait, I, I want to hey, know. Hey, just... what's what's the David Reagan over Kyle Larson price in the five hundred? Because I want to get that ticket in early. Minus five hundred. That that's oh. for Larson. I'll still bet it. That's fine. Um, I, I want to know, Seth. What was your favorite overall memory of this uh this this twenty twenty three season in NASCAR? Could it be off the track. Could be on the track. Could be content related what what was your biggest what was something that you had a lot of fun with this season that that you loved the most yeah i would say honestly like hitting the biggest long shot i ever have in betting i hit 34 to 1 on truex out there at sonoma oh, uh, yes we were on that yeah that was such a fun feeling that like there's a different it's a different feeling when you hit a ticket that big 
luckily in golf, I had been tailing our guys over the 19th hole and I hit a, uh, a 70 to one on the U S open winner. So that was awesome. But this like calling my shot and seeing it come to fruition was really cool to see. So I would say that that, that was right up there. And honestly, Ross Chastain winning Phoenix is something I'm a big Ross guy and I didn't see that coming. Nobody saw that coming. And I, I think that's one of the big lessons I learned this last year. Rod was like, don't ever like never say never because we never thought that we joked on, on the on the back road that maybe we should bet SVG for Chicago and Elliot literally like tried to lay out the case and I just dismissed him for it <laughs> and I talked him out of betting that and he could have oh. hit that so um <laughs> never say never that I guess that's my biggest lesson learned and I, I learned that a couple times last year uh Rosh Astin being being the latest this is why I never joke with Cody about his his calls. Like I'm, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me anymore. I, I, you can make a case. Make you a just case for that. David Reagan bet on the Daytona 500. <laughs> Rod, <laughs> we're uh, coming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, uh, Cody, I know we've already talked about our our favorites, so we won't regale them with any. But we just yeah. we wanted to make nobody sure cares. we got Seth. Nobody on. cares what we have to say. They nobody cares Seth at all. Uh, I appreciate it, boys. Week after week, what we have to say. Thank God, there's just we love. <laughs> and to if hear they each other care, talk. then they can tune back in because we'll, we're not going anywhere. So, no, no. <laughs> much to their chagrin, and really, all they can do is stop listening at this point. And we've gotten so many people hooked on this that uh, even if they stop, more will come. So, we're not worried. We're not Building, worried. they will come, my friends. Indeed. That's right. Speaking of which, you did build your own company so seth as we start to depart from the show remind everybody where they can find you and all of the the fantastic folks that you've built over there at the ibt media family yeah first of all shout out to what you guys are doing here um over the nascar gambling podcast and just sgpn in general i'm a big fan of the platform so uh thank you guys for providing me with hours of content this last season when i was whenever i just had some time to kick it when i was doing some mindless editing some mindless graphics or you know in the car going somewhere i always had your guys podcast on so i appreciate it um appreciate the platform today uh, as far as how you can support me and in between media we are at i bt underscore media here on youtube you can find us on all your podcast platforms as well and uh in between we still got a lot of good content coming out for you in the written form as well fantasy football right now being the most of it but still some nascar blogs here and there until we get fully ripping back into the season but um appreciate everything guys it's been an absolute pleasure tonight thank you indeed cody remind everyone where they can find you on social media yeah thanks for joining us seth appreciate everything you do and same i taking so much of your content big fantasy football guy you guys do a lot a lot of good stuff over there for that as well so check out all the stuff they got going on you can follow me on x at husker underscore z sending those uh, spotify wrapped uh you know screenshots or, or whatever you want to do let us know let us know how many hours you've uh, listened to, to rod and i drone on this season boy that's gonna be some scary numbers probably but uh yeah <laughs> and uh, again thanks seth appreciate it and uh, we'll be back soon I pride myself on nothing more than providing mindless entertainment to anybody out there that wants to shut their brain off and literally listen to me drone on. Uh, I, I'm very curious to see your Spotify hours, whether it's five minutes, whether it's five days. I, I'm not necessarily knowing the math on how many episodes we put out, but I'm just saying if it's been that long, God bless you. And I don't know how you're still alive, uh, but we'd love to see that shared with us. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got some stuff to talk about. Cody and I have come up with, uh, with I think we're going to recap, right, Cody, our, our win-loss totals from last year? Yeah, so that's, I think that's what we talked about. I believe, Rod, if, if each episode went roughly an hour, 
it, it's like eight and almost nine days worth of us but that's very quick yeah. math and i'm not i yeah who knows if that's correct or not oh but God. we're gonna roll with it if you spend nine <laughs> days of your life with us oh, god bless you, thank you. <laughs> my wife can't spend nine days of her life with yeah. me you guys did <laughs> that's why we're down here doing this right now <laughs> swear to god there I'm living here. time away from us <laughs> <laughs> thanks again to seth for joining us please give him a follow Support everything that's going on in the IBT. I know I preached it all season long, but it doesn't stop when NASCAR season stops. It's still rolling strong. Support Seth and the rest of the family over there. We'll be back tomorrow with more of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Until then, everyone, let's go racing. Let it ride. Let me see your